Hello, hello. We are back for part two of how to leverage brand partnerships for passive income. We're giving you the 10K per month blueprint. So this is available for you, whether you are a content creator, entrepreneur, business owner, nonprofit, it really doesn't matter. You have the opportunity to secure brand partnerships. Some may call them brand deals or brand sponsorships. And so many of you all have been asking us for more information on how do you accomplish this? How are you able to earn passive income and be able to create partnerships, get into partnerships with other brands, other companies that will pay you in order for you to uh, help promote their products or their services. So uh, there's a number of ways that you can do this. We've been able to do it successfully. We believe that realistically, uh, you can generate at least 10K per month in just brand deals. That would give you over $100,000. That's six figures right there, passive income uh, that you can obtain for your business. So this is part two. Uh, so last week we brought you part one. I was here with uh, our brand partnership manager, uh, Parna, and she was with us here last week and we reviewed uh, part one, two, uh, we reviewed three, I think, key things that I'll recap today before we go into three more uh, key things that you need to know in order for you to start getting into these brand partnerships. So if you tuned in to last week, you should already have secured some partnerships for yourself and uh, be making money like as we speak just with the information that we provided last week and so we're going to dive deeper this week and then we're going to come back with you to you with part three next week okay so i want to just invite you on in let me know who you are where you're hailing from uh, what your business is and you don't even need to have a business in order to be successful at doing this you just need to be able to create content okay so if you can create content valuable content for an audience that cares about what it is that you're talking about or what you what it is that your community or, or communicating or presenting uh, then this is something that you can do. People are doing this every day. They don't even have a business, okay? So this is all about helping you to be able to make more money in your business, to build wealth and to make a greater impact. So these are ways that you can be able to do that. And we're giving that to you. What I do ask is to give this a thumbs up, uh, subscribe and do share out this broadcast to other people uh, that may need it because there's still so many people that ask us every day, how do I make more money in my business? Um, and it doesn't have to be uh, overly exhausting. It doesn't have to be difficult. Uh, one thing that we realize um, more and more every day is that uh, the important one of the important things that you can do uh, in order to make money is get visible. And uh, not, a, not enough, enough of us are doing it and we're not doing it as frequently enough. We're not consistent in it. We need to get visible in front of the right people, the people that matter. So it's up to you to decide who is your audience and getting in front of them. What are you going to share with them that is going to uh, cause them to take action? What problem are you going to, what problem do they have that you're going to solve uh, for them? Those are things you need to be thinking about when you're consider when you're thinking about creating content, what type of content you create and that you're going to put out for uh, the public so that you can uh, grow your audience and then also be able to grow your community. So that's going to be very important. So let me recap for you all 
uh, what we talked about last week. Okay, so leveraging brand partnerships for passive income. So that is super important. So we talked about the, the first part of it is really uh, understanding uh, brand partnerships and setting those financial goals. So brand partnerships can come in many different types of forms. We talked about uh, the fact that you can have affiliate marketing partnerships uh, last week. So we, we asked you to take a look at, you know, what tools are you using right now just for in your business or in your life? What tools, what products are you using? What services you're using? 90% of those companies or brands that you are using every day that you love, uh, that you are loyal to, that you're committed to, uh, that they have some type of affiliate or referral a program so that where you can make money or you can gain some benefit from sharing of the opportunity to for your audience of people that you know every day, whether it's family, friends, peers, people are asking, okay, where did you get that makeup? Where did you get those eyeglasses? Where did you buy those shoes? Oh, I love that outfit. How, how do you think that they're doing that? They're leveraging relationships because they understand the value of relationships, okay? Uh, to market their products so that they know you have relationships and it's better for you or and better for them that you make a connection with the audience that knows you, that likes you, and that trusts you uh, so that you can then connect them to the products that you love because it's a shared experience that, that you're using and you're telling your story and you're building community around those products. It's important to, to set your financial goals. So before you even get started, okay, you're like, I want to do the brand partnerships, but think about what is your current business model and how can you enhance it with passive income streams, with partnerships because 2023 is the year of partnerships and this uh these are ways that you can be able to do it so you need to have some financial goals in mind okay so look at your business model you want to do partnerships how much of your income or your revenue that you're bringing into your business do you want to come from partnerships okay so you need to identify that in your mind then write it down uh, what your goals are. So if I just told you, which I did, is that we're helping you generate 10K a month, you know, maybe you're, you want to get started with 5K a month. Okay. Maybe yours is 10K a month or more. Maybe yours is higher, but identifying what it is that you want. And then that will help dig drive uh, your partnership decision-making, right? So you can know what partnerships you can go after uh, and how, where that money, how that money is going to be made up for you. So 10K can come in the form of one partnership, right? Uh, so, or it could come in the, in the form of a few partnerships that you have to be able to, to generate the 10K a month. But first it must start with you setting your financial goals, understanding what it is that you want to make, and then creating the partnerships or developing the partnerships that are going to get you to your goal. But we also talked about the, in addition to the, um, to setting your financial goals is that not letting um, money be the driving force behind your partnerships. It has to be for the greater good, right? So we always look at the fact that we want a win-win-win situation. Uh, you're going to win in it. You're the the company that you're partnering with or the brand that you're partnering with is a win. Uh, but the ultimate winner is uh, the person or the company that's being helped 
uh, by the brand partnership or through the brand partnership that you are uh, involved with. They're ultimately the ones that are being connected to the solution that you have that is going to solve the problem that they have. They either have some type of want, a need, or desire, and you are helping them to satisfy that thing through your particular partnership that you have engaged in. So that was the first thing. Then we talked about understanding brand partnerships. We, we talked about exploring the concept of brand partnerships and their benefits, analyzing successful case studies and, and of brand partnerships. So we walked through some of our uh, examples that we have and other ones that you can use as well. Um, we talked about evaluating the role of influencer marketing and its impact on brand partnerships. Influencer marketing is huge. It is so huge. I mean, you have people getting on every day, even young people, right? Young people, teenagers, young people that's just getting on and they just talk about a thing, whether they're a gamer, they're into gaming, uh, they love whatever it is that they're very passionate about it. They can talk about it all day, any day, anytime to anybody uh, and without even being paid. That's how much they love it or how much they know about a thing or how much, how passionate they are about it. So if you're thinking about, okay, this may be tough for me, I'm uncomfortable. If it's something that you're passionate about, you're not going to be uncomfortable talking about it, right? So sometimes we're wanting to get, create content uh, and it's something new, we haven't done it before, or it's not something, a topic that we're familiar about, where, or we've mastered, or we're very knowledgeable. Start with what it is that you know. Start with what it is that you already use. Start with whatever you do and create content around that thing. Okay, so that's going to be that's going to be important. That's as you continue to share value and you build community. It doesn't have to be a large community, as long as you're making an impact and you have the attention of the of audiences. Then you become a value as a content creator to other brands. Then they want to get their products and services in front of your audience. That that is really how it works. And number three uh, that we talked about last week is building your own personal brand. So it's important that as you are thinking about and planning to uh, develop your brand partnership plan and thinking about the content that you're creating, you also want to concentrate on building your personal brand, right? And telling your brand story. So wherever it is, whether you're on a podcast, you're on a blog, you're on social media, think about where you're showing up on social media, all of the different places and how your brand, how you're putting your brand out there, how your brand is being received. Uh, what are you known as? You want to be known for something. Right. And so we talked about that as well. Like I'm known as the she boss or the queen boss, like anywhere I go, that's what people recognize. Right. They recognize our she boss logo. Right. They, there's so many things they recognize about our brand when we go around about the country, even when we travel internationally, when we touch down places when we meet people uh, on the street, they're like, oh, I know you from YouTube. I know you from Instagram. I know you from Facebook. Uh, that's very important because brand recognition is so uh, important and valuable, uh, not only to you, but the people that you're trying to attract. You want to be recognizable. You want to be known as a, a, a reputable brand. You want to be known as a trust, a trusting brand because you're building that know, like, and trust factor. 
which is the key components that people need to have in order to do business with you, right? So we talked about how people need to experience you all so many times, 17 times at least before they decide to do any business with you. That includes brands that may want to partner with you, right? They want to know that you know, who you are and they want you to be authentic. And that comes across when you're showing up online, if you're authentic or not, if they want to do business, if you resonate with them, uh, if your audience and, and your agenda and your cause is aligned with what it is that they're trying to accomplish. So defining your personal brand, understanding its value proposition is so important because if you can't communicate, it's going to be very difficult for you to get into a partnership because when you start meeting with people, even when they reach out to you, you have to still understand your value and be able to communicate that to to. Uh, any potential brand partners, right? So they may even come to the table with one idea. Or they may come with no idea, right? They may have uh, some idea that they want and you come with a, a different idea or something that will make it better, but you have to be able to really identify and communicate your brand uh, proposition for them. Uh, also utilizing strategies to grow and cultivate and engage audiences through your customer base. So you have to constantly be growing, cultivating your engaging your own audiences, right? These are your potentially your customer bases as well. Leveraging social media platforms to enhance your own personal brand. So that means what do you have to do? You have to be showing up. Pick a platform. And you don't have to master all platforms, but if you're on um, many platforms, you need to make sure you're consistent and your brand identity, but master one platform, master that platform where your audience is going to be. So figure out where your target audience is, uh, whether it's viewers, list, uh, listeners, uh, or customers, uh, or clients, know who they are and where they're showing up. And then developing your compelling brand story uh, is going to be important as well. Stories sell. Right. So uh, oftentimes what we're afraid to share or what we are ashamed to share is the very thing that people need us to share. They want us to share. Uh, that shows our uh, vulnerable sides and it's it's, uh, it shows that we are transparent and we're, we become more relatable. We're not this, uh, you know, too big of a person that people cannot relate to. They want people that they can relate to that are open with sharing their story, okay? So story sell and stories are gonna help you be able to secure brand partnerships. So those are the things that we talked about last week. I went into more detail uh, with our brand partnership manager uh, last week. And then I'm going to focus on three additional points today and then we'll wrap it up uh, uh, next week, okay? Um, and what I explained last week is that I have a brand partnership manager, but I did not start with the brand partnership manager. It just got to the point where we had so many uh, companies reaching out to us for potential partnerships that we needed to really have a manager that could focus on nurturing those relationships and coordinating and negotiating uh, with all of the different companies that were approaching us and also those companies that we wanted to do outreach to as well. Uh, so as you continue to, as you grow in this, you will may find yourself in the same position that you will want to hire uh, some assistant or brand manager to help you uh, with your partnerships as well. That's going to be very important because, uh, you know, people can reach out to you, but if you don't have the capacity uh, to, you know, follow up and, and make those connections and send them information and negotiate, then deals can easily fall through the cracks. And I know I did not want that to happen uh, because I understand the value of partnerships. And that is, has always been our goal is to partner. 
uh, with as many uh, people that are strategically aligned with what it is that we're trying to do so that we can go make a greater impact. We don't, we're not in here to do it by ourselves. We, we need partners. So we know that. And that's part of our, our business plan uh, and our strategic plan um, since, we, since I started in business. Okay, so let's go to, we talked about our building our personal brands. Let's go to finding and approaching brands that you want to have partnerships with. So we talked about last week. And so as you're watching here, just think about if you could put in the comments, okay, we just talked about, you know, um, what, what it is that you use for your business, right? Tools and apps and resources, products that you use, services that you use for your business. Start putting those in the comments. What are you currently like using in your business or using in your life? Like name the brand, right? So you need to identify who you want to work with. Make, take inventory, make a list, make a list of at least a hundred brands that you are already dealing with, have experience with that you potentially would like to partner with. And then why you would like to partner with these particular companies, how, how will they, how would this partnership help you and how will it help uh, someone else? So who is it, who is this partnership meant to help? You don't even have to go find new brands. You go, Focus on the ones that you're already connected to, involved with, loyal to, committed to. What are the names of some of those companies, right? So if we think about, you know, just think about the social media platforms that we use every day for personal and business, you know, Facebook, the TikToks, um, Instagram is owned by tick, uh, Instagram is owned by Facebook or Meta, uh, LinkedIn, Snapchat, you know, all of these uh, social media platforms, they are companies, okay? They're, they have their own brands and they engage in brand partnerships and other types of uh, partnerships and sponsorships uh, alike. So just think again about what it is that you use, the tools you use, who do you use uh, for your CRM systems? Who are you using for your scheduling? Who are you using for, to for your financial management systems? Right, like QuickBooks and FreshBooks and Wave. And Wave, I've seen people use all of these different things. Right, who are you? What what spaces are you using to manage your uh, collaboration? Are you using ClickUp? Are you using Basecamp? Are you using Monday? Um, or what are you using for invoicing? What are you using as a uh, for your payments of uh, payment transactions? Right, are you using PayPal? Are you using Square? Are you using some other? A method uh, for um, your payment transactions. Uh, what other apps are you using on your phone? Just look at your phone, your smartphone, and the apps that you're using every single day uh, in your life or in your business and see if they have a um, a, a affiliate program or some type of partnership program. Usually if you go to their web the website and you scroll down, sometimes it's at the top, but a lot of times it's in the footer of um, their website and it will either say something like um, affiliate program, referral program, or partnership programs or partnership opportunities. So those are the terms that you're looking for to click on to see what is the what is their program like? What is it that they're offering, the opportunity that they're offering, and how do you get signed up? It, and then the determine if it's if it's something you want to sign up for right and as a partner what it is as an affiliate so we talked about this last week it's the simplest partnership 
because basically you sign up, you uh, you have a back office that you're given, you have a unique link uh, that is shareable anywhere in the virtual space. Anywhere is online, you can share these links and it's always traceable to you. So say for instance, we mentioned Canva. Canva, we love it, we use it every day. We could talk about it in all day, every day to anybody, right? And so we are pros, we, Canva pros, we have a pro account and we're affiliates and we share it regularly. So as people sign up for it, uh, they sign up for it. Once they pay, sign up for the paid version, uh, at that point, they pay, sign up for the paid version, then we get a percentage, right? If they clicked on our link, we helped connect them to the tool that they needed for their business. So then we get a reward. So then they get what they need, the company gets paid, and then we get a commission because we help connect them to their solution. Right. So I hope that makes sense for all of you all. That's just one example. If you take Canva, but there's other uh, tools as well. There's so many out there. What about the streaming tools that we use, like the one I'm using right now? There's StreamYard, there's BeLive, there's OneStream, uh, Restream. There's so many tools down here that we're using. And most of these tools have an affiliate some type of partnership program that you can leverage for your own business uh, and be sharing it. And then that will, again, help you bring in passive income into your business, right? And it's all about how you do it and the consistency in which you do it. Um, don't be like a lot of people that sign up for things and they never do anything with it, right? So don't sign up as an affiliate and you're not strategic about it. Sign up only for those that you are happily and willing to share and promote and talk about right? It's going to come up in conversation. Somebody's going to ask you, I love your graphic that you're using. Who do you use for that? How are you doing that? And you're going to tell them. And not only are you going to tell them, you're going to share your link with them, right? And so if, you, if you're giving the information, you want to also provide their, the link. People are asking these types of questions all the time. People ask me, well, how do you get that virtual background? What tool are you using to go live? And what tool, how are you going live in more than one place? I tell them what tools I'm using. And I will share my link uh, to the to the resource uh, to them. So that's how it works for affiliate uh, partnerships, okay? But understanding which ones that you want to participate in, you can say some of them I have a goal, I, wanna, I want to sign up for and participate in at least five uh, affiliate marketing partnerships in a month or in a quarter or in the, in the second half of the year is if this is you, this is you yours you, you know you can do with it what you want you could be as ag aggressive as you want with it or not right but if you go all in these are these are ways that you can generate uh 10k a month right in brand partnerships and affiliate marketing is only uh, one way to be able to do it. So uh, there's also sponsorships where they will reach out and they will say, okay, well, we have a promotional video we would like you to share with your audience. Or they may say, okay, the, the, the partnership is that they want you to do a review. How many of you on YouTube or Instagram, wherever you are, Facebook, don't, you've seen reviews, right? People are doing video reviews right? Not all the time are they paid for, but if they're good at it, if they have an audience, people will pay them to do it. And companies have had much success using influencer marketing, 
right? Uh, to sell their products and services. It's one of the best ways to do it. So just think about if you already have an audience or if you're building, start building up an audience to start sharing content. And these are, these are uh, things that uh, can happen for you. So people will reach out to you or you can reach out to other people and say, other brands and say, we would like to work with you and vice versa. They would like to work with you because they see the value that you're bringing on a, on a regular basis. They see that you're consistent. They see that you're knowledgeable. They see that you have an engaged audience. And so when they see these things, no, that means that they're looking, they're watching. So I always say, whether you think someone is watching or not, whether they're commenting on your post or liking it, if you continue to show up uh, day in and day out, people will see you uh, and people will recognize you and want to work with you. I don't think any of the partnerships that I have, that they've seen my videos, that they've actually gone and liked my video or, or, or commented on my video. They just reached out to me personally because they liked the content that I was putting out there. Right. So I put out content that I want to put out because that's what I want to do. Right. And I don't let anything drive, drive my decision making, but I know I'm giving uh, valuable content. So I want to partner with people that we have a shared audience and we have a shared mission. Right. So let me go back here. Okay. So understanding the key elements of a brand um, agreement. Mm, the finding, uh, finding and approaching brands. So crafting an attractive partnership proposal. So I explained to you there's many different ways. Someone want to put an ad or promo on your videos. If you're doing video content, they might want to put an ad or some type of promo in your email campaign. If you have a newsletter or if you, if you send out email campaigns, if you have a blog, they may want to do the same or if you have a podcast. So there's no one way that you can do it. If you have a podcast, the podcast platforms often have a way to connect you with brand partners, right? Uh, to do ads or them themselves, the platform themselves may offer you and we may take out ads on your particular podcast. So there's a number of different ways that you can do it. Um, and there's networks that you can use that will uh, connect you uh, to other influencers or to other uh, brands that you can then partner with. Okay, so partner, uh, so crafting out your pitch. So we have a what we call you could create a pitch deck or a press kit. But the thing is, is that and we do ours through Canva. So you can use PowerPoint. Uh, you can use really uh, any type of presentation format that you want to uh, that is going to work. You can look at some of the uh, influencers. That's what I always say. Look at people that are already doing this and kind of go to their website or their Instagram or their Facebook pages and see what it is that they're doing, kind of see what's out there. Uh, there's YouTube videos on this as well. Uh, but we use Canva. So Canva is so great because we send a link. They can download it in any format that they want to. They can use the link and just scroll uh, through. We also we also take it with us when we go to in-person events. And it has all the information about our brand. So uh, definitely has information about me, uh, why I'm doing this, why, why I do what I'm do doing. Uh, what's important about our company uh, and what our mission is. That's definitely something you want to identify. Uh, you want to talk about what it is that you're doing and the impact that you're making. So if you have programs, you want to talk about those programs and the significance. You want to talk about your audience and the reach and the impact that you're having on them. So you want to identify your data analytics or your insights. So across all of the platforms that we're on, 
So if you're on Facebook, uh, if you're, say for instance, you, you have professional mode and you don't even have to have a business page, right? You have a professional mode, they're insights. So they're insights that tell you that's data that's telling you about your content. What content, what's the reach? How many people are liking it? How many people are sharing it? How many people are commenting? How, how far it reached? So how many views it's had? Whether, doesn't matter what type of post it is. These are, these are, uh, statistics to stay, um, to be aware of and to be able to put into a pitch deck or into your press kit so people know uh, what you're, what it is that you're doing. Uh, it also has information about your audience, about who's viewing your content. Likewise, on your business page. So the, all of that is valuable information for you to, uh, to make strategic decisions in your business, but it's also really helpful when you are trying to when you are trying to pursue a brand partnership, because whether you are pursuing them or they're pursuing you, they're still going to ask you, uh, even outside of the, the pitch deck, they're going to ask you personally, oftentimes, as they did with us the other day, is, you know, how, who is our audience? So you get to know your demographics. If you have a podcast, there's podcast analytics. If you have a blog, if you if you have a podcast on a website or that's where you're creating content, if you have an email campaign, all of those have analytics. So make sure that you're examining the data uh, so that you know what is happening. You know what your audience, who your audience is and what they're doing and how they're responding to the content that you're putting out um, to them. Uh, so that we do that, so we can tell them, okay, our well, our audience is seventy percent women and thirty percent men, okay. So those are things they want to know because they if they serve women, then they want to partner with somebody that serves women, or maybe somebody they serve men, or maybe they serve elderly. So everyone's target listener and audience is not the same, right? So um, you know, yours could it could be um, you know. Uh, single moms, or it could be, you know, couples, uh, the, there is no limit to it. So you just have to know who your audience is. It could be people, you know, women dealing with mental health issues or women, you know, overcoming domestic violence. You just have to know, again, your audience and the, and the brand that you're partnering with, what are their goals and what is their target demographic? Uh, so you can identify the different the demographic, what your numbers are. Uh, definitely on YouTube, Facebook, they are really good about uh, their data analytics. They're like some of the top platforms that have the best analytics, in my opinion, that are out there. So we definitely put our analytics in there, so we can sh share with them, you know, how what we've done, you know, yesterday. Last week, last month, last year, and the year before, I mean, or, or for a lifetime of what we've been able to accomplish. So we can say, okay, we've had a hundred, we've had a 2 million views. We have 65,000 subscribers on YouTube. That's, that's worth a lot. So don't take your followers and your viewers and your listeners for, for granted, right? Uh, so they are valuable and you want to give them content that matters. And then as you do that, your partner's uh, will tap in uh, as well. Okay, so get your press kits together, have that data analytics, make sure that you have contact information. We also put in ours, uh, we put um, like screenshots and links to some of our top like YouTube videos. Uh, we have some of our top awards. So if you've won any awards, if you've been recognized for anything, that's why I say participate 
and some of these programs we put out to you all all the time, they want to see that you're doing something. What have you been recognized for? Uh, what are you doing in the community? If you've had other partnerships or other collaborations, you want to make mention of that in your pitch or your press kit. So that's something we're doing right now is that we're updating our press kit. And I said, um, based on the meeting we had, partnership meeting we had last week, I said, we want to update our press kit to include our partnerships. Because that was one of the one of the questions they asked is what other partnerships are you involved in and how, you know, what are those partnerships like? Like, are they successful? What are you doing with them? And so all of our partnerships are very different. Um, and so instead of trying to have to figure it out, you can have it all listed in one area so you can quickly be able to access it and they can see, you know, what it is that, you know, what it is that you're doing. And then the analytics is also social proof uh, to them. Instead of you just saying, yes, I have 65,000 subscribers. Uh, if you show them the analytics, the taking a screenshot of the analytics, they can see, okay, this is, this is really for real, right? Uh, or they may ask you. So if they ask you to share your analytics, um, then you have to be transparent and willing to uh, share that data uh, with them. And there's tools that outsiders can use also. So let me let you know this uh, to find out what your analytics are without you even sharing it. Because uh, most of the uh, content that we're putting out on public uh, platforms, and there's so many tools that both you and I and others can use to tap into uh, others people's content to see the data behind the scenes to see how it's doing, how see how it's performing, uh, including blogs and things like that. So they do that regularly to see if it's worth their while to invest whatever their budget is uh, into whatever type of partnership that you all are exploring together. Uh, so it could be a simple partnership. It could be more, more uh, comprehensive. Uh, we try to, what we do is we try to really, even if we have a um, affiliate partnership, we really try to expand the partnership to uh, be more comprehensive. So for instance, we may say, okay, we think it'll be better uh, or have a greater impact if we create a workshop or some type of event uh, where the our partner is like the premier sponsor or this uh, exclusive sponsor. And it's, and the program is around something that we think will benefit um, the community. So say for instance, we are helping minority business and the goal is to help connect businesses to corporate and government contracts, right? And one of the ways to do that is help them to get certified in their business. So we can create a program where we are teaching businesses how to get certified, bring them in. They can be a speaker, right? Speak five or 10 minutes, but they are the, they are the sponsor. So their logo, their logo is prominent. They are listed as the, the exclusive sponsor. They get pro, have a promotion. So we identify what those things are that we're going to be providing and how it's going to be mutually beneficial. So it, a partnership can show up in many different ways, and then it can also grow. It can start off one way, maybe small or looking one way, and then it grow and develop into something even uh, bigger and better. Uh, so, you know, just be open to that uh, in any capacity when you're partner, partnering with people. You know, maybe you're thinking one thing, your partner, but, you know, don't be closed-minded because it can definitely, you want to start somewhere, 
uh, and make sure it's beneficial to you and your and your um, your community. Uh, but definitely be willing to start somewhere and then grow with grow with brands. Okay, um, so that's going to be helpful for you. Okay, so we talked about the proposal of pitch deck. So that's what we're working on right now. We're working on one brand deal. One thing to note is that they may ask you for, um, I'll come back to that in a minute, but they may ask you for some additional types of agreements. Um, so you're crafting your pitch, networking strategies to connect with brands and decision makers. So you want to make sure that you're connecting with those that are the decision makers that are going to make the decisions regarding the, the partnership, right? Um, and so who that is uh, in a company may be different, but a lot of times it's their marketing person. So, right, you're not going to go to HR, talk to an HR person about uh, marketing. So usually they have some type of a marketing VP, marketing director, uh, or marketing manager, or, or manager over partnerships. Uh, and so when people reach out to you, when they start reaching out to you, look at the, their signature line and what their titles are. That's going to be very helpful for you as well. But these are just some of the titles that you want to start making the connections with, because if they're not the decision makers, they're the ones that can connect, that will connect you with the decision makers. So that has been my, uh, my experience, uh, like with the one we're working on right now, we talk with the top two, they're the, they're the VPs of partnerships. And so, um, you know, they have, there's things that are in their control and there's things outside of their control. They have a whole program, they have a process. But when we introduce something different, like we said, okay, we love this idea, we, we're on board, but we also think that we can partner, there's a better ways that we can partner. So those ways were outside of their control, but they do have connections to the person that can make that decision. And so what we're gonna do is come with a, a presentation for them that's clear and concise about why is this beneficial for them? Why is it important for them to participate in this type of partnership where they may not have done it before? So if you're gonna if you're going to present something to uh, uh, opportunity to someone, make sure uh, that again you come with your A game and that you're really clear, concise, and to the point because decision makers don't have a lot of time to read through a lot of jargon. Um, a lot of uh, just a lot of words be clear and to the point about what are the benefits to them uh, for this particular idea or partnership that you're presenting to them. Okay, approaching brands with confidence and professionalism. I can't say this enough. So know that you can approach brands. People approach us all the time. People approach us all of the time. They email us. Um, sometimes we get calls and we get messages online. And this is really up to us to determine, you know, if a partnership is in our best interest for this particular time. Sometimes this timing is not right, right? Or uh, the offer is not right. And maybe we go, we negotiate or we tell them what we are interested in or what we may be able to work with them on. But it's so important, right? To approach with confidence, be confident. Because if you're not, they will know it. So you have to be confident in yourself, confident in your brand and confident in what, what you're bringing to the table. And then always sew up with professionalism. That means all the way through the process, right? Um, so if things are going to be delayed, let them know, keep the open lines of communication. That's something that in this day and age, unfortunately, many people uh, struggle with. 
uh, all the way up to the top. I mean, struggle with just communicating, just keeping the lines of communication open, uh, just following up on communications, right? And not dropping the ball. Um, that sometimes that's all it takes for somebody to keep in the game. But if you go ghost on people, you will lose them. So just make sure when, when we talk about professionalism, that's what it means. It means that if you say you're going to do something, you do it. If you say you're going to, um, you know, you're going to follow up, follow up. If you say you're going to send an email, you know, on a Tuesday or that we send it. And if you can't, if there's something you can do, follow up and say, you know, this happened. We're working on this. We're tweaking it. We're making some changes, but we will have it to you by, by X day, right? We haven't forgotten about you. Thank you so much. We're excited about partnering with you, but just again, keep the lines of communication open, be professional. All of that uh, ties to professionalism. And if you drop the ball on any of those areas, it does make you look unprofessional, right? Uh, making sure that you are, you know, I said showing up on time, how you look when you show up, whether it's in person or virtually, you know, making sure that you're dressed professionally when you show up, that you speak professionally uh, when you're in the, when you're in meetings, right? Um, so that's going to be important. All right, so that's finding and approaching brands. So let's talk about negotiating and structuring partnerships. So it's important to understand key elements of brand partnerships agreements, okay? So some like affiliate marketing partnerships are simple, easy. They have you fill out a form, you go on your dashboard, there may be some tax forms you need to set up or and payment um, processing that you need to connect to like your bank or PayPal. They will tell you how they pay you. So you want to make sure that you pay attention to that. You read through. If there's any other types of agreements, read through the terms and make sure that, you know, that you're, an agree you're agreeable to them and they're in, you know, your best interest. I know the one that we're doing right now working on, they, they, uh, they uh, initiated a NDA, which is a non-disclosure agreement. Uh, so a lot of times you may have that where they uh, they ask you for a non-disclosure agreement and sometimes it's on our behalf. So if once you get into brand partnerships, I would recommend that you have your own non-disclosure agreement for those that you're initiating uh, and then also be open to when brands have their uh, non-disclosure agreements. They may, they may also have um, partnership agreements, which are like independent contractor agreements. So they vary. So some are super simple and easy that I haven't had to do that, but always, I always have to submit tax information, business information, um, submitting a W-9 form. So, um, you know, just be mindful of that. Uh, more like comprehensive agreements. Um, we have our own that we have. We have our own proposal. We have our own um, agreements. Uh, that Another one with, that we're negotiating with the company in Canada, we initiated the agreement, which outlined again, the terms, the roles, the responsibilities, the budget, what we're being paid, when we're being paid, right? Uh, and what our roles are, like how much we will be promoting. We're responsible for all of the promotion, all of the graphics, getting uh, people in attendance to the events or to the workshops that we're going to be doing that is part of this partnership agreement. So it, it that's an agreement. So we need to make sure that all the entire agreement is fulfilled. Uh, so you don't want to ever be in breach of any contract that you find yourself in into. 
Um, so if you're getting paid, you want to make sure that you're fulfilling the contract. And we're very conscious of this. And then if there's things that's outside our control, we always uh, address that as well. So time-wise, right? Because things are on a timeline. So if things are off, right, we don't refund, but we always make sure that we we follow up. So if there's a storm or something like COVID happens and everything gets shut down, that's outside of our control. But guess what? We're going to make sure that this contract is fulfilled and we're going to continue to work with the brand to make sure that it is fulfilled. So again, it just again goes back to open lines of communication. So whether they have an agreement or you, I would say start working on drafting your own agreements. Uh, but sometimes if they're initiating, they may have their own, but they may or may not. They may or may not. But the bigger the company, uh, so when you start dealing with brands like McDonald's and Walmarts and Targets, best believe they have their own agreements already. But there are smaller brands that can be really lucrative and often are very lucrative uh, companies. Uh, they make millions of dollars, okay? They're really good companies. They may not have all of those things in place. They may or may not, so be prepared. Uh, if they don't, that you can say, okay, uh, I have an ND, I have a non-disclosure agreement, or I have a partnership agreement that um, we can initiate, um, or ask them, do you require one? And I would, and um, ones where there, if it's if it's a deal um, that's not an affiliate marketing uh, type of agreement, then if it's a thousand dollars or more, I will have an agreement in place, right? Um, there's partnerships I have that is is less than that. It's like an email, an email agreement, right? Or it's a verbal, but I try to get everything in writing. I, so there's no confusion. There's no confusion. Everybody knows what they agree to and it's in writing, okay? All right, so let me make sure. Um, so negotiating the terms of the brand partnerships and protecting your interests and legal considerations in the contract. So it, also you can seek legal advice, Right. So I always advise uh, your entrepreneurs, especially the more money you start making, hire to get an attorney um, It's well worth it to protect your interests. Um, and, the you know, it's going to be very important uh, for you to seek uh, legal advice as you continue to grow in your partnerships. Uh, collaborating effectively with brands to create a win win uh, in these partnerships. So always make sure it's a win-win situation. Just because a partnership is presented to you, you may find once you get to the negotiating table, once you have a meeting, it doesn't pan out to be what, what you expected. Uh, so you then there's decisions to be made. You may decide, well, no, this is not something that aligns with what you're trying to do. Or you may say, yes, it is. Or maybe they, you know, they need to tweak this, or maybe you, there's something you need to tweak to make the, to make the partnership work where it is a win-win. So be willing to negotiate and be willing to compromise um, when, you're when you're going through these negotiations. That's what it is. It's negotiations. They come to the table with one thing, you come to the table, and then you see how you can come to an agreement um, that is going to be beneficial to um, both parties that are involved. But I said most of my, my biggest, um, my biggest a partnership is an affiliate marketing uh partnership um and uh, you're talking multiple multiple six figures almost half a million dollars just by this one one partnership so and then we call these like high ticket affiliate marketing partnerships these are out here uh people are doing these uh, uh every day a partnership can be some of the most lucrative or like with amazon 
I mean, Amazon doesn't have like a long contract. They don't get, you don't get on the phone uh, with them. This is for their affiliate affiliates. Now they have, they sponsor, they do other types of sponsoring partnerships and things like that, where you do have to negotiate, but they do, they have an affiliate. The affiliates are you, it's a simple five minute sign up and you have access to uh, special links to their, what, millions of products on their platform. Any one of them you could pick and sell uh, or share and promote and make money on it. I mean, the opportunities are endless when you talk about partnering with these companies. And even, like I mentioned, if you scroll down on Amazon's page, go all the way down to the footer, you will see that they have a partnership program that you can click on and sign up for. All right, so that's negotiating and structuring. And then I'm going to go to monetizing strategies. And then we're going to close it out. Okay. So monetizing strategies, we want to explore various monetization strategies beyond traditional uh, brand sponsorship. So I talked about some of those today and what it looks like, what it can potentially look like for you um, in working with various brands. Okay. So I just gave you some examples of what that can look like. It can be you know, maybe there's just a video. Now for us, you know, there's people that make a lot of money on that. And so let me just give you some examples. Like there, there are um, influencers or micro influencers and don't get hung up on the name, on the influencer name. Okay. You're a content creator putting out good content and you have an audience and someone is willing to, you know, pay you um, $5,000 to uh, promote their product in a post. So it's a simple post, a post, probably with a words, a caption, and a graphic. Uh, or it may be they you share, they're sharing it in a reel for you. Um, and you pay them, you know, two thousand that you, you can get paid um two thousand dollars or five thousand dollars for doing that, right? So your audiences that you continue to build them have value because people want to reach your audience, then they're gonna pay for it. Right. Um, and so this happens every day. And the 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 bigger you are, the more people get paid fifty thousand dollars for one post. That that's how much opportunity there is to monetize your content through brand partnerships. Right. And it's another way too. how I how I like to look at it is with my partnerships is that I don't have to go recreating the wheel. I don't have to go create another product. I don't have to go create another service. What I know, I know my audience and I know what they need. So I connected to what they need. So if I'm connecting to a brand, then that means they already have something that they built the infrastructure. They already have the processes in place. They have the customer support. They provide quality, right? And so I'm going to partner with them to connect my people with that product. And I'm just rewarded for doing so, right? So I'm very particular in what who I partner with and what I show my community because I want to make sure that um, they have the most of integrity and that they pr provide quality because my reputation is on the line here because they're going to come back and say, oh, you recommended this, right? And so I want to be able to stand behind anything that I recommend and you should be able to do that as well. But there's so many brands out here, reputable brands that you can work with and partner with. Um, and I actually recommend that you all collaborate with your peers, right? So collaborating with your peers, you have a product 
or create one or service and create an affiliate marketing program around it. Uh, and you can even better monetize that way, making money, because then you get affiliates in, you get affiliate partners to help you promote your products, and then go connect with some of your other peers. Just ask them. That's what I do. I put out posts all the time and I ask, you know, who has an affiliate program? Like, are you selling products and you have an affiliate program? Or they may reach out to me and say, I have this new product or I have this event going on. And I'll say, do you have an, I'll ask them, do you have an affiliate mar affiliate program? I ask them because I'm happy to support, but it's also nice to be rewarded for sharing. I mean, just think about how many times we share all the time, sharing stuff on social media and you don't get compensated for any of it, right? But if I'm helping you get busts and seats and I'm helping you get more clients and customers or I'm helping you get more listeners to your platform or whatever it is I'm helping you do, um, uh, being rewarded would be nice. But the great thing is, is that no one, there's no risk because they, the brands that you're partnering with, they don't even have to come out of pocket until the, the purchase is made, right? It just depends on the type of agreement. But with affiliate marketing, there is so low risk, like for all parties that are involved, right? So just exploring ways to make money through partnerships. Again, if you, don't, you don't take on the risk. You get to share in the rewards. It's a win-win situation. Um, and you get to make generate passive income. That means what? You're working less. Is less work for you. So just think about if in if with passive income, just sharing content, you can get five partners that equal ten thousand dollars a month. That can be replacement income for your nine to five. For those of you that say, you know, you want to leave your nine to five, you want to live it. Make a plan. Make a plan. It's happen. It happens every day to people. Every day, there's people in corporate America. They got involved. They got a brand partnership deal. Um, and or they created content that became their thing. They're creating content, valuable content, and it, it just blew up. And so just one one or a couple partnerships can be the thing that allows you to leave your nine to five nine to five job. But you have to know what that goal is. And so if your goal is you have to have replacement income of sixty thousand, then guess what? What do you need to do? Then go secure a brand deal, right? Create content. Get secure a brand deal that's going to bring you in that sixty thousand dollars a year, um, and then just make sure that you're continuing to fill that pipeline, right? Because you want to don't just settle on one partner. Just like we don't settle on one client, we continue to fill the pipeline so that we continue to make an impact and keep that passive income um, coming in. Uh, so I mentioned leveraging affiliate marketing, affiliate marketing sponsored content and product collaborations, okay? So think about who you can work with on product collaborations, right? And I mentioned product reviews or product videos, uh, sales videos. Maybe you host, you know, um, an event and you spotlight different, pro you know, products and, you know, they're, they're sponsoring uh, the product. So they you will spotlight them, have them come on, and that is a sponsorship. So if, I don't know if, you, if you're on Facebook, Facebook has it where um, in your back office, in your creator studio or your professional dashboard, because Facebook just switched it up or meta, they have it where you can identify your brand, your, um, your brand uh, collaborations, and you can actually tag them 
uh, and notify that you, whatever it is, your content that you're putting out is brand sponsored, right? Or that you have a brand collaboration. Um, you know, we love doing those, but you can do those. There's so many different things that you can do uh, in order to do it. I mean, even on YouTube, there's sponsored content. So say for instance, you do a video and you're collaborating, right? Finding out people want to get their products out there and for them to put their products out there, you know, maybe you charge, you know, a hundred bucks, right? hundred bucks for 10 people is a thousand dollars. So it can look, you can have a few different ways that you do it, right? So it could be a product review or a product spotlight that you do or a live, or you're able to do a live broadcast and then insert a ad for their video into your content. There's so many ways to do it. You can even give shout outs. So uh, shout outs, and that is a brand, that is a product or brand collaboration. So I would just say, start having these conversations with your peers about how can we work together and collab on a, a, a do brand collaborations, right? That, that means that you are both getting your products and services in front of more people that's gonna bring you more in more money anyway through sales, right? But it's, it, what helped you was the brand collaboration because you all came up with a great idea and you worked together on it and so now both of you are bringing in money because you participated in this brand collaboration, right? Whether it's a product or service. So we do that. I, I do that all the time. And I usually do it by hosting like workshops and classes and collaborating with other experts, industry experts that can offer value. Uh, and they're, they're always compensated, right? Uh, and then they promote, I promote, we bring in people and we share in the, in the, um, uh, in the financial rewards uh, that we bring in. So these are all ways that you can monetize. And then maximizing your revenue, put, uh, your revenue potential. So, not, so expect that you will be bringing in money. So you need to make sure that you have a uh, good financial management. So that you're a good steward, you that you're handling your money well, because as quickly as you bring it in, the quick, faster it can go out, it can leave you. So you want to make sure that you're making money, but you're making that money make more money for you. Okay. And again, it starts with the plan because you want to be able to scale, right? This is just a start. That means there's so many, so much opportunity. There's people that makes in the millions of dollars. But if we can start right here at the $10,000, per month, that's a lot. Start there and be able to scale up. So you, again, you need to have a goal on what partnership that you want to work with partnerships and what partnerships do you want? What is that going to look like for you? Uh, maybe in the, in the second half, this is the second half of the year, we're going into the second half of the year. Uh, maybe that looks like you're just focusing on affiliate marketing. Or maybe two, you have two affiliate marketing uh, relationships and then you have a product sponsor uh, for, for one thing. And maybe you have um, some video, you know, sponsors for your videos, you know. So I don't know what type of content you all are putting out or what you're thinking about putting out, but it really doesn't matter. Um, all of the different types of content that you're considering putting out, you can engage in brand partnerships in order to do it. And you can scale that way. So you can put in month, month one, that's what we do. My, we have goals every month 
the goal is that we're bringing in $10,000 per month. If that could come with one client or it could come with multiple clients, but it needs to be $10,000 a month. But it won't always be that way. We want to scale, right? So once we, it's like, we that's the goal. Once we reach that, then we, we, we can make a plan for it. Once we reach this goal, the anticipation is that by end of 2023, we have reached that goal that we've generated 100K in brand deals. And so year two, then we want to up it. How much do you want to up it? So we want to double it. You may say that you want to increase it by 20%. Uh, it's all up to you uh, because there's so, so much room for partnerships, right? And to engage with and to make money from this is what our counterparts are doing. They're doing this every day. They're partnering with each other. We're the ones that's not doing it. We need, we're the ones that need to do more of partnerships, right? Uh, and partnering with the right people, people that are like-minded uh, is so important. Partnerships has been my top moneymaker since I've been in business, is collaborating and partnering with other, other people. But this is the way that you scale. And then monitor your, monitor your plan. Like even I went back to my partnership manager and I'm like, okay, this was the goal that we said. Why are we not here yet? What's happening? You know, this because once you assign someone, know who's responsible. And then if they're accountable for it, then hold them accountable for it, right? And I'm like, okay, we were supposed to be here last three months ago. Why are we not here? Then somebody's dropping the ball. What is it that we're we're not doing or what is it can, can we do better so that we can get these partnerships? Right. Because everybody, no matter what level you're at, you can engage with it. So, like I said, if you just do this, if you just take inventory of the products and services you're currently using, make a list, go to the, the go to their website, research their programs. And I will even if I sometimes go, I'll go to their website, but some I'll also Google um, like I'll Google, uh, you know, Amazon affiliate program or or equity schedulings affiliate program or calendly's affiliate program uh, to see because sometimes they partner with other companies to run their programs so that's why i i will also google just to double check that they don't have some type of affiliate program but more than 90 percent of all brands have some type of a program um that you may or may not know about um and even in your personal life cleaning products clothes glasses um, things that people wear every day and they tell me, oh, okay, somebody asked me about this, but that's not what I was selling. Well, you can have the, the, the code to it. And if somebody asks you for it, even if you're in a restaurant, this can happen. You can make money anywhere. And when I talked to Affiliate Marketing Masterclass, this is what I, we were discussing and people were telling me, oh, so-and-so, they saw my my shoes or my outfit and I was at the restaurant. They complimented me on it, asked me where I got it. Uh, and I could have had an affiliate code. I could have had something that I shared with them. And so a lot of times now you they have a QR code or you can create your own you can create your own QR code with your affiliate links with Canva or some other tool. I'm telling you, Canva is the tool uh, to use. But that's what I do. Um, I gave someone this example and I'm going to close out now at our, at our past event. And she was wild by this because we need to be wearing our personal brands. Wear what it is that you're selling. OK, or what you're promoting, whether it's yours or someone else's. Don't wear other people's brand if you're not making money for, from it. But I gave her the example, like create a merchandise. So create you a hoodie or a shirt 
right? You have your logo and on the back, because she wanted to grow her social media. But on the back of it, you can put your QR code. So all they have to do, they're going to see it as they're walking behind you and they're going to scan. So that's just another way to get people to connect with you. Um, or you can have that QR code go to something that you want them to buy, whether it's yours or something uh, of your brand, your brand partner that they are offering. There's so many ways to do it. Let's start thinking outside the box and taking the opportunity of every, thinking about everywhere you go. Who are you connecting with? Where are you connecting with? And how can you get whatever it is that you want to share in front of them? What conversations are you having? What questions are you answering? And are you ready when you're answering the questions, are you ready to provide the solution? And do you have it ready? Do you have that link ready? Right? For, for To that brand sponsor, your link, is the QR code in your phone set up on your phone? Once you start doing this, it becomes second, it, second nature. I mean, it's an afterthought. You don't have to think about it and you're doing it and you're making money every single day. But you got to put it into practice every day. Uh, there's an opportunity for you to make money because somebody's needing something every single day. You're talking to people all the time. And I'm, I know you're thinking about it right now. Somebody you just talked to the other day just asked you for something and you could have been the one to give it to them. Right. And you and you sharing that could have gotten you some money. Right. So this is part two of a three-part series. So we'll be back next week. Again, if you missed part one, go back to part one because for sure, if nothing else, you could be ma making money through affiliate marketing. It's the simplest way, simplest part way to get start partnering with people and with other companies and peers like yourself and start making money to do it. It's, how, it's some of the highest ticket uh, affiliate uh, partnerships that are out there. And it's so simple to get started. Sign up is in five minutes. Today, you can go sign up with five affiliate programs by taking inventory of who you're working with, uh, who you're using, who you're doing business with. Okay? So let me check. I'm going to ask, answer questions as they come here. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Someone here says, yes, they're using Canva. Whatever it is that you're using, you love it, talk about it, share it. People are going to ask you about it. Uh, can I speak on creating content with LinkedIn? It's just like any other platform, any other platform. One thing that I will say about LinkedIn is that uh, you have to apply to go live on LinkedIn. Um, but, you know, people do well. Again, know if that is your audience on LinkedIn. That's the first thing. Is your audience on LinkedIn? Okay. If it is, it, LinkedIn is a B2B platform. It's all about business. Um, and I highly recommend if you're an entrepreneur business, you be over there. But you really want to share content that is really going to build your authority uh, over there. That's really going to spotlight what you're going to be known for. Like I said earlier, what do you want to be known for? What are you the expert in? Uh, what problems do you solve? So you want to create content around that on LinkedIn. It's, it's very different than Facebook, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, and TikTok. They're about business over there and you want to be known, build your authority. You want to become a thought leader uh, over there. So, you know, a lot of what you, what, what we post on Facebook is not how we post on LinkedIn, right? Um, so if I want to be known as the funding expert, I talk about funding. 
If I want a funding, I contribute to blogs that are over there. I want to try to be, I want to try to get on the um, LinkedIn's list of collaborators. I want to, I want LinkedIn to spotlight one of my uh, blogs or newsletters or invite me to have a newsletter on their platform, right? Those are things that I want to do. And I want to go live talking about things I'm an expert in. So uh, we've been approved to, to be live like over two years at this point. So I go live regularly on the platform. Uh, Tracy is saying constant contact, Divi, Nav, and more. Yeah. So we're affiliates from Divi. I've made a lot of money with Divi. Uh, Divi is a business credit um, a platform. So they help you build your business credit and they offer business uh, business credit or expense credit where you can have like your team of employees each can have a credit card. We use Divi. Uh, so when we travel, my team has a card, my assistant, she books all of our travel using my Divi credit card. Credit card. Um, so yes, that's a great example. So I hope that was helpful for you with regards to LinkedIn. Again, continue to drop your questions and I'll be back to answer. And then I'll see you on next Thursday, next week, Thursday for part three. As always, continue to be the boss with Amplify Impact. Have a great day.